Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Have you ever wondered what it would be like if we worked together? Well, today I'm excited to introduce you to some of my favorite clients. There are five amazing stories that I cannot wait for you to hear. And well, you don't wanna hear from me, you wanna hear from them. These people come from all walks of life, all different regions of the country, different industries, different age groups, even different ethnicities. But the one thing they have in common is that they each took the plunge into Market Me to change the trajectory of their career. I cannot wait for you to hear from these people. So without further ado, the Market Me success panel. Welcome, everyone. I want to introduce each of you, and I would love for you to tell us uh, where you work, you know, your job title, what you're doing now. Um, let's start with Brad Harris. Brad, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, hi, my name is Brad Harris. I work in the um, construction industry. Currently, I'm working for a raised access flooring uh, co uh, company in, uh, in New Jersey. Uh, the title that I have is Director of um, Project Management and Estimation. Um, I've been in construction probably a little bit over 25, probably between 25 and 30 years total. Oh, my goodness. And you might have to skedaddle early. Um, yeah. I just used a word that I think my grandmother used, skedaddle. <laughs> I used that in a while uh, because the CEO is in town. So that's a really cool opportunity. So thank you so much, Brad, for being yep. here. Uh, Zach Hamilton, I would love for you to introduce us to you. Who are you? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Emily. Zach Hamilton. I am the chief experience and strategy officer for um, a company called Stingray. So a global entertainment company um, who also just acquired an experienced startup company called Chatter. So I spend about 70% of my time on Chatter, 30% um, of my time leading experience and strategy for the entire company globally. Um, when I met Emily, I was making this transition of leading a traditional retail company's experience strategy into, okay, I need to grow up. I'm not sure what I want to do, have, have some ideas. Um, and I transitioned into the technology world where I worked for the global uh, pioneer in experience management, which was Medallia, uh, and then left Medallia and joined Stingray the first of the year. Oh my goodness. Such a fun story. I love Zach's story. It's so great. And let's move to Vanessa Moldovan. Tell me, tell us about you. Yeah, so I'm Vanessa Moldovan and I currently work for a company called Waystar. It is a software company that provides uh, solutions for the revenue cycle within healthcare. I've been in revenue cycle healthcare for over 20 years and I was more on the management side, inside hospitals, inside billing companies. I was doing more of that. But um, I quit my job back last year to move to Romania with my family for a project and just kind of was like, let's step back. Let's look at things differently. I wanted to do more education focus. So I started a podcast, started a Facebook group, all focused on revenue cycle education. And um, that's where Waystar came along. 
Um, and so what I do for Waystar, I have a very complicated title, but basically I am a subject matter expert for them and their company and their sales team and um, for presentations and education and, and all that stuff. So I love it. It's my dream job. I was going to say that's perfect for you after knowing as much as I know about you. So hundred percent Molly Wooten, tell us about you. Okay. Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, depending on where you're joining us from. Uh, my name is Molly Wooten. I live in Los Angeles, and I am currently uh, the director of major gifts for a homeless shelter, the largest homeless shelter in Los Angeles called the Midnight Mission. Um, I've been there almost a year, it'll be a year in June. And I came to Emily when I was very abruptly like laid off in the middle of the pandemic. I think it was beginning of February, late January of 2021. And I was just, it kind of came out of nowhere, the layoff. So I didn't know what to do. So I came to Emily and she was extraordinarily helpful. And I am thrilled to be here today on this uh, live Zoom or live Facebook events, whatever we want to call it these days. A little bit of both, right? It's a little bit of both. And you are also downplaying, all of you guys are totally downplaying yourselves because Molly works with like, superstars. Like you recently worked with Tim Allen and raised money for these amazing causes. You've done it for all sorts of events. And so you are this amazing event, like social media extraordinaire that I just find fascinating. So I just, I just had to talk you out just a little bit there. Now, last, but definitely not least is Valerie Byers. Valerie, tell us about you. So hello everyone, I'm Valerie Byers and I work for the University of Alabama in Birmingham, Alabama. And in January of 2022, I uprooted my daughter and I and accepted a position here. Um, I am the executive assistant too to the department chair and professor for radiology. And I love my job so and I, I love living in Birmingham. Um, I'm, there are just so many pieces to this puzzle, but um, it was a, a great move. And Emily was so, so, so imperative in everything that I had to do. And I'm so glad to be here. Oh, I am so glad you're here as well. And you just followed the process to the T, um, which I just love. Actually, all of you did. And, I, you know, you guys can answer uh, this question. I'll just ask the group, what type of results have you experienced since joining the program? So like, what was your, what was your main result that you're most proud of? I'll go. Sure. Um, I, before I came into the nonprofit world full-time, I had spent 25 plus years in advertising media and marketing and to go to the nonprofit world, even though I had been working in nonprofit as a volunteer, I founded my own nonprofit. Um, I was very involved they didn't see me as a fit. They just, you know, you're from the corporate side and it seemed like everybody in the nonprofit world, at least that I was interviewing with, and I talked to Emily about this, you know, they were directors and uh, executive directors and they went to Harvard and Yale and they were making like 30,000 a year at the nonprofit. I'm like, how do these people do this? It was just a different element to me. So the thing I'm most proud of is, is working with Emily and helping me kind of get past that fear-based thing, which I think fear holds you back from everything, getting over it and just, you know, being able to tell my story and why my skill set 
which is valuable, but they just didn't quite see it that way, would work for their organization in helping raise money and kind of be a force for good, if you will. And Emily helped me do that through this program. I just love that. And you've raised so much money in the process that has benefited so many people. And I just, I just love that. Um, anybody else want to answer that? What, what results you had that were? Yeah, I can, I can share Emily. So I think if you look at just the, the tangible results that typically job seekers look at, um, you know, thinking back almost, it's been three years ago that Emily and I started working together. I mean, you could take a look at it as, you know, I more than 4X my annual income, not even including full compensation package. Um, you think about the life, uh, the time that I have back, better benefits, all these great things that we all really look at. But I would say, you know, when I first started interacting with Emily, if you ever hear her mention the golden handcuffs, that was me. Um, so I was like, Emily, you know, I was stuck on what I call the achievement um, cycle of, hey, I have one more achievement that I need to, to hit, or I can't leave my team behind. And I remember Emily just gave me this virtual smack in the face and was like, look, you are more worthy than the situation that you're in right now. And I think personally, Emily really helped me find myself in the moment when I was really lost on tying my worthiness to the different achievements that I was making for the organization and really helped me tell my story and not just tell my story about myself, but it was really the jumping off point of building my own personal brand. And now I've gone on to, you know, be accepted into Forbes Business Executive Council. I've been added to the Fast Company Executive Board, um, started our own podcast, like so many different things. Uh, and so not only is it just the tangible results, but I think going through the Market Me course and working with Emily one-to-one, it's really around redefining who you are. I love that. And I want to share one little tidbit about Zach that he may remember. So there's an exercise that I have you do in the course called the dream job. And that was our first session together. And Zach said to me, so I'm filling this out and I'm feeling like it's kind of, you did not say garbage, but you were like, I just don't feel this. And my wife walks in the room and says, I mean, really? Like, is that really going to work for you? And my favorite thing about this story is I was like, just trust the process. And he did. And he followed everything to a T and everything he's telling you. The one piece on that was he had a couple companies that he had listed that he was like, these would be pie in the sky to work for, but it's, you know, it's probably not going to happen, but these are the companies he worked, he got a job at Medallia and he ended up having everyone that was on that list as his clients. So everything that he wrote on that document actually occurred and then even more. Um, so I love that you trusted me in that because I know it seemed, I think most people that come to this are in a dark place because they think, is there really more for me? Because it's, it's worked for other people and all of that. Um, but I just don't know if it, if success is really in my, you know, in my sights and, and Bradley, you have an amazing story in this regard as well. You sent me a crazy email when you were in the program, but I just want you to tell us a little bit more. No, I would definitely say um, the type of results that I, I think I experienced uh, and I'm thinking about as I was going through the program and even afterwards, uh, definitely more confidence. Um, that was something that I could definitely say uh, helped me as I was going through it. Um, 
The program definitely helped me understand the job search process a lot better, you know, especially at a time during COVID where things were changing, that the way they were interviewing was very different at that time. Um, I definitely also um, think about, uh, understand, you, you gave me uh, the, the ability to understand my true value, you know, and I think that's, that's critical because a lot of times when you're looking for a job, if you're unemployed, you're not feeling very good about yourself. You know, you might be doubting yourself. You might be wondering why me. Um, I think another aspect of it was the, um, the LinkedIn. I think your, your lessons on LinkedIn actually garnered, uh, garnered me more interviews and it helped me land my, my current position. Um, I also know your 301690 plan was something that I used here as well. Um, but just like Zach mentioned, I think the dream job layout and scenario worked because it just gives you the ability to kind of just think, what is it you want to do? And um, for myself, it was, you know, salary, location. I was traveling two and a half hours to work um, and I, I'm 20 minutes away now. Um, so, you know, just putting down your plan and, and kind of working it, I guess, was some of the results that I, that I got since joining the program. Oh my goodness. I just love that so much. So such great results. Um, so what were uh -huh. you, what was your, um, what would be your best advice for people listening right now and watching? My best advice is to follow the program, um, to just believe in Emily's process. A hundred percent. That's my advice. I struggle with that the most, um, because I'm a little bit of a control freak and perfectionist. I'm like, but I know the better way. <laughs> um, but it definitely, by following the process in the order that you give the process, which I think is brilliant because the things that you work on here, you just copy and paste here. And I thought that that was brilliant. So you're not doing, you know, double work. Um, and I, I just thought, you know, when I give, when I recommend your program to people, that is the advice that I give them is it is very simple not necessarily easy because like the pitch, you have to put some thought into the pitch and you have to possibly put a lot of work into your LinkedIn profile, but it's simple and it works. So that is hands down the advice I would give. Uh, and I will tell you, Vanessa, I think about your resume and how you and I went back and forth because <laughs> I was like, girlfriend, this is intense. <laughs> she had like everything. Like you want to see my kitchen sink? It is on uh -huh. here. Uh -huh. And I had to get you out of FOMO, that fear mm -hmm. of missing out of like, no, we got to mm -hmm. narrow this down, but make it mm -hmm. really about quality, not so much mm -hmm. about quantity. Mm -hmm. And I feel like where we landed on that was so beautiful mm -hmm. because it was this beautiful story of you that didn't miss anything, right. but it really narrowed it in on what are your specific gifts. And if a company yeah. comes to work or looks at your resume and they understand very quickly what's mm -hmm. in it for them. And that's really key. Um, well, and I asked my hiring manager, actually, I was like, out of curiosity, when you saw my resume, what did you look at? You know, what did you care about? What sticks out in your mind? And she's like, I stopped at your core competencies. Like, I didn't look at anything else. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad I took out all those bullet points that didn't mean anything. <laughs> you right. know that. And she was, she said um, that the pitch that I gave is, you know, when we went back and we talked about it, because I, I really wanted to test to see, like, did, did your process work? 
And I was like, what stood out in our conversations? And she almost repeated exactly my pitch back. I mean, that's how memorable it was to her. And I was like, wow. And she goes, that's where you had me. Like you, I could have never had your resume. I could have never looked at your LinkedIn profile. She was like, you had me when you were talking about what wakes you, you know, what gets you up in the morning and, you know, which was basically, you know, my pitch, I was like, wow. So that's why. That's why I'm here today. <laughs> I love that. Well, and I love what you're saying too, because when you follow the process, it builds on itself. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point because you've got to do step one, that dream job and all of that mm-hmm. to even get to the pitch point, because mm-hmm. otherwise there's, you don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's actually designed to give you just baby steps along the way. And then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I have this beautiful thing. Valerie, was that your experience? I would say so. Um, I, you know, if I had to give advice, I would say, do the work. And I remember when I was doing a resume review and, you know, like Vanessa, I was like, oh, I want to put so much more in here, you know. And um, I think my dilemma was that I I worked for um, the army. And so, you know, uh, there's a certain amount of confidentiality and I was trying not to bridge that gap of confidentiality, but Emily was asking me for more. And so I had a moment where I felt overwhelmed, but I didn't express that to her. So I stepped away from it. And my work at that time was just, you know, rethinking and reevaluating and saying, okay, how do I use this and at the same time find those key points those key skills and and still let's put this in a language where everyone is going to be able to understand uh you know where i am and so i had to do the work and just one day after i set set everything aside probably two weeks away from it before i touched it again because i felt overwhelmed and so uh, I was sitting at work one day and I said, okay, today when I get off, I'm going to hit this, you know, and um, I'm not going to stop until I'm, I'm complete. And when Emily emailed me back and she said, hey, you got it. That was that boost of confidence that I needed, you know. And so, of course, I was ready to do the next thing. I was ready to go into, you know, the LinkedIn and, and, and you know, and I, I took so I took notes because I'm a note taker, but at the same time, the mental notes are, are what helped me. And I would also say use your time wisely. That's an old thing that goes back to education when I was growing up, is to use your time wisely. So I was not available for every market me, but when I was available, I got I jumped on there. And every time that I got on Market Me, I learned something and I took something away from it. And then that was that extra boost of energy that I needed to go to the next level. And of course, I have to talk about that 30, 60, 90 day plan. I know it got me in the door. I know it got me where I was, I, I, where, you know, I, it got me to that fourth interview. Okay. And uh, Emily was saying, oh, you have this Valerie. And every time I had to come back and say, Emily, I'm, I have another interview. What do I do, Emily? What do I do? You know, and she was like, you have this, you know? And so when, when I, I did the work, I did that pitch, I, I did that 30, 60, 90 day plan. And then when I heard, um, when, when I heard the chair say, wow, after the 30, 60, 90 day plan, that's when I knew, hey, 
this, this program has worked for me. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And nothing makes me happier. And I'm remembering like each of you in those stages, because I think the hardest part is when you're waiting for that offer, you know, you're in that like waiting limbo period. And I love this community and the fact that all of us can come together at any time, either the LinkedIn group or on the calls, the weekly calls and have those moments. I swear there's like a candlelight vigil for each of us when we're in that waiting period. And I say us, cause I'm like, so in it with you. Um, the only time I get really mad is when somebody doesn't tell me when their waiting is over. I'm like, I am dying over here. I need to know, did you get the offer? Like what happened? Um, I get really invested so much that when Brad left the program because he got hired, like good for him, I had this like mourning period (laughs) where I was like, Brad's not going to be on anymore. And I I get so connected to you guys and your stories. I mean, I can think of each of you and your resumes. I, I remember all of it because it's really just such an awesome journey and such a, a great place to be. Um, so what, if you could go back in time, um, what do you think you'd change? Just, I mean, it doesn't have to be related to this program or just to anything. What would you, what would be something you would change? You can say nothing. That's also totally fine. Yeah, Molly, go for it. Um, when I first was laid off, I think the immediate thing I did was just start throwing spaghetti at the wall, like th- putting, submitting resume after resume after resume after resume to LinkedIn, Indeed, you know, people, friends, whatever. And without really thinking and curating what I wanted to do in my next step, and as opposed to looking at this as such an awful thing, look at it as an opportunity to really redefine where I want to go and what I want to do and how, you know, I want to be in my job. So that's what I would change. I wouldn't have wasted like the first, I don't know, six weeks of just constant. I mean, I had a Google spreadsheet and I must have uploaded 80 resumes or so, and it just wasn't serving its purpose. And that's about when I started working with Emily and Mark me and, you know, going through her program. And as everyone is so, you know, lovely, um, has, has so clearly talked about, it's really important you follow the process Zach, I felt the same way about the 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 thing where you you know write your what was it your perfect job? Dream or job. Yes, the dream oh, job God. exercise. Yeah, I want to make you know six hundred thousand a year, and I want this and blah blah blah. But that's not really what it was about. So it was coming to the marketing program, realizing that you know once I could hone not just my job search, but also fine tune and tell my story because it's valuable both in the job search and in life, quite honestly, that was a big like aha moment for me. And I would have changed all the spaghetti on the wall. I love that. It's so true. It's, it's easy to go into that fear of, I got to find a job. So I got to put things out there, but if you don't slow down before you speed up, it's you're right. You're going to waste a lot of time. So I'm, I'm glad that didn't happen to you after you joined. Um, now, Vanessa, you were in another country. So how did that affect things for you? Uh, I don't know if being in another country affected things, except the Wi-Fi was horrible. So it made it very, my anxiety level was up whenever I had to do interviews because um, I didn't know whether the Wi-Fi was going to go down or not. So literally that was one of my highest anxieties. Um Really, for me, it was just being, I was without a job that I I had chosen to not be employed. And for me, I struggle with belief, belief in myself, 
a thousand percent. So it's interesting your question about what would you do differently? It's like, I believe in everything happening for a reason. So it's kind of like, would I go back and change it? No, because then would I be here, you know, (laughs) but if I, I feel like um, it might have benefited me more in some of the negotiation, if my belief is where it is now, but again, that's kind of a oxymoron, (laughs) you know, like, um, but I, you know, having gone through this process, raise my belief in your room. I put on your desk much. Uh Um, and going through the interview process and seeing where, because one of the things that you, you said from the very beginning, it might even have been in in that uh, in the introduction that you do um, before you sign up for the program, that webinar. One of the things that stuck out in my mind is that you put yourself up there and they'll come get you, right? So instead of me taking all the action and doing all the searching, it's be now who you want to be when they hire you right? Don't wait until you're knocking on someone's door to, to be that person. And that, that changed everything for me. That changed my whole perspective and how I put myself out there on my podcast, how I put myself out there on my Facebook group, how I put myself, I mean, I do a lot of webinars. I do a lot of teaching. My face can be found in a lot of places. And so I really was like, that is how I want to be found because Mm -hmm. that would help with my belief system is if someone finds me. And so, um, so yeah, so if I were going to change something, it would be, I wish I had had more belief because I think of the negotiating table, I could have done better. But what I have to say is with that being said, um, since then, you know, I follow in your group on LinkedIn and everything and taking advice from there. And I actually use the pitch in, in my everyday people ask me a lot. Why do you do what you do? Why are you with a software company? Like people ask me these questions and I'm give, I feel like I give my pitch a lot, at least once a week. And um, it's interesting, you know, uh, last, a couple of weeks ago, my boss came to me and she was like, every single department in this company wants you on their team. So she was like, promise me you're going to stay <laughs> with me, you know, for 18 months before you move on. But everyone wants you. And I was just talking to the COO and the sky's the limit for you. So even though I didn't get to negotiate at this job, you know, salary and some benefits and stuff like that. I think on my next step, I now have that belief system that I need, you know, to, to do the next step. So again, it, it's all going to, you know, it all worked out, but um, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Emily, can I share? I would say prioritize myself. That's what I would do differently. Right. I think Emily, there's not only for market me, but I had some, some one-on-one time with you. And I think I pushed a couple of my meetings because it was, Hey, another meeting to come up at work and another meeting here. My CEO needs me in this. And what I realized going through this process is we're all disposable, right? And sometimes it's not with bad intent, but an organization, you know, if you think about what happened through the pandemic, there was that unknown. And so one of the first price, you know, really just EBITDA optimizations is headcount. Mm-hmm. It's full-time people. And so it really is prioritize yourself. That's what I would have done differently is made myself a priority through market me and with Emily, knowing that this is about me. This isn't about the company. This is about me. This is about where I want to be in my own goals. This is about who I provide for, which is my family. Um, And it's really about my own happiness and my own self-worth. And if I continue to prioritize a company that doesn't prioritize me, then when am I ever going to have value in myself? 
And so that would be the very first thing that I would say to each and every one of you is not that I'm saying give your current employer the big middle finger, but it is set boundaries, prioritize yourself because you are worthy. And if they don't value you, there's another company out there that is going to value you for who you are. And then I would just say the other piece, like Vanessa just commented, you know, I've never been one to um, tell my own story or my own branding. I always thought the achievements that I had at work and all the top line revenue and all the EBITDA that I drove really was a story for me. And now I, when I get asked, tell me who you are, or why are you in customer and employee experience? I go back to that, that elevator pitch. It is my pitch. Now it's expanded a little bit, um, but I always ask, can I start with a story? And so I'd all also prioritize, just follow the process. Like I remember telling Emily, look, I'm an athlete at heart. I'm not going to come up with what the workout is, but I will freaking execute it like no one else, even when I don't know why. Um, and that is just you investing in yourself. I love that. And you know what, when Zach and I started working together, Zach is deeply loyal, deeply loyal to family, to work, to friends, basically anything you touch, you are deeply loyal. And that can be a bad thing at times um, because it was holding you back because you felt like you owed something to this company. He had deep roots at this company that he'd worked many years and had really even touched his childhood. That's how much this company meant to him. And for him to leave it, he felt like I I've always likened when you leave a job to a divorce because you've got to let go of a dream. That's probably not a reality, but getting through that and grieving that is part of the process. And we spent time on that because Zach definitely had some fears around, I can't let these people down. And then come to find out he didn't let anybody down and he ended up freeing. I feel like other people in your company, because they look to you as somebody who was their mentor and they saw you doing other things and that created possibility for those people. So you never know who's looking at you and saying, well, I, I'm going to do what they're doing. And when you empower yourself, you empower so many other people around you. And it's been awesome, by the way, Zach, to see you grow. And the other day I was looking at something on the internet. I don't even know what it was. It was something random and your face was in an ad on the side. And I was like, that is amazing. Wow. Mm -hmm. So so Emily, I I also want to say that um, you have to take energy from your fear. Um, I I had a gap that had occurred. I had a 10-year gap where I was on 100% disability prior to the job that I was on um, when when I accepted this position. And I felt like I needed to put more than 10 years on my resume. And Emily had to separate me from that because I felt like most of my value was in my years prior to when I had this gap. But what I, I came to realize is that I still have the same value with some things added. Um, I had to think about how I handled that and what I did uh, 
in the process because we all have a process if we're unemployed, if we're on disability, if we're experiencing hardships in life, we all have a process. And the thing that I did was I did school readiness uh, with preschoolers. So um, I had to take that and think about those times when I had to reevaluate my life and I had to accept what Emily's program said only do 10 years. Then she said, you're welcome to list them as prior jobs, you know? And so I did that. And, and that's where my current employer looked down and saw that, yes, I had that experience in the medical field and uh, that I had coordinated clinics before and that I could handle that load, you know, but that value had to come through me. That confidence had to come through me. So I had to take my fear and use that as my energy pill for that time period and say, okay, I'm going to accept uh, what this rule says, you know, that I'm only going to use this 10 years, but my value is going with me no matter what's on this resume. Oh, I love that so much. And it's so true. I think we get so tied up in the semantics of it, you know, um, well, you know, one thing I, I hear over and over again is, well, this expert says this, and this expert says this, and this expert says this, let me tell you right now, they're all right. Every single one of them's right, but you got to pick a lane. You got to pick a path and you got to stick to that path. Every program works. It's just your ability to believe in yourself and work through it. And one of the things I'm most proud of is that I'm with you every step. So we actually do this together. And I always tell people that all I really do is put a mirror in front of your face and show you the beauty that's already there. And then you get to shine with your unique gifts and talents because everyone that's on this call right now, every single one of you is a success in a completely different way. You're all loving what you're doing in a completely different industry. You're living in completely different places uh, in the U.S. Success looks different for everyone. And when you get to put a mirror in front of your face and say, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is where my heart is calling me. Um, that's really powerful. And that's what's so different about this versus some of the other things. Um, and it, it's probably terrible that I'm telling you that every program works, but they do. It's just about you deciding what's going to fit you best, the type of support you need. And that's, what's different about this program is that we're always here. And my favorite thing is, is you can hear all these stories, but when you join the program, you can actually see all of these people, not Zach, uh, Zach's on my podcast though, but you can see the rest of these people. You can watch their journey in the Q and a because all of their, all of their interactions, everything that we went through, you can watch them turn into these awesome butterflies that you're seeing here today. Um, so it's not lip service, it's real. And you can watch it if you go back. And there are many of you that have been a part of the program that binged those Q and A's and watched all the way back. So I don't want to keep you guys. Say, oh yeah. Go ahead. Really quick. Another thing that I think differentiates you, which I appreciate it is um, you know, I don't like to be uh, uh, told like, this is the lane that you have to go in. You know, I like to have 
my autonomy. And it's like, okay, this is the, this is what I believe in. And so I'm going to share it with you and you have the choice to go. And that was one thing that attracted me to your program is that I really felt what you were just saying is that, you know, I'm not saying that you have to this where, where I think that that's what other programs do do is they're like, ours is the best. Ours is what you have to do. We guarantee if you do that, you know, and so there's this very much like, oh my gosh, I have to do it perfectly or it's not going to work. And yours was not like that. It was very much like, I'm going to give you the tools and I'm going to give you the direction and you take it and you make it your own and you'll find success in that. And I think that helped with the belief in the end that it was my owner. I can take ownership of it. You guided me along the way, but it's my accomplishment and it's my success. It's not because of Emily, you know, it's not, that's not what it's about. And I love that. And I love that you're so, you're so humble in that. And you're so humble along the way and that I really, really appreciate that. And I do think that's something that sets you apart. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. I am also kind of a hard ass, pardon my language. You all know this, you've witnessed it. It's real. Uh, I feel like when we work together, the service that I do for all of you is to not sugarcoat, is to get results. And sometimes that's getting to the root of an issue. And I just, I'm not good at sugarcoating. I will be real. I will be your biggest fan, but I'm hard on you because I see more and I believe that there's more there. So I loved that about each of you. When we work together, Zach, learning to love yourself first, put on your own oxygen mask and watching you bloom has just been amazing. Um, any final thoughts, anything that you guys want to share? Um, we haven't talked about. I do. I, I want to share about the LinkedIn piece before we head out. Um, I just, and you know, I, I, I think you're going to love this, Emily. So um, in my current company, they want every new employee to, to meet with their social media department to go through because we are a sales company. So even though I'm not directly in sales, you know, I'm still, I have my name, you know, out there connected with them. So they have everybody go through and talk with them and they kind of vet our LinkedIn profile and any other social media that we have. So I met with this, you know, social media expert and literally Emily, he was like, so why do you do that? And what's with the, those words that you have in there? I'm like, oh, those are core competencies. And he's like, wow, that's super interesting. I think that really pulls you. I mean, he was taking notes from my <laughs> LinkedIn profile. <laughs> so, and then, and then get this. So he happened to, you know, not related, he happened to leave the organization like a week later and we're getting ready to have a big conference and he was supposed to present on LinkedIn to all the entire sales team. And so they reached out to me and said, you know, that he had just gone on and on about how great my LinkedIn profile was. So I'm doing the LinkedIn presentation at the conference coming up um, because they felt that my profile was perfect. So oh my gosh. That is, you know, and I- High was, five. Yes. And I give so much kudos to you for really uh, helping with that. So oh, link the, so the portion in your program about the LinkedIn profile is I, it's so, so key. Awesome. Yeah. It's about, I mean, it's really your passive job search, right? I know Brad, that's how you find your, found your recent opportunity. It's how so many people get found, you know, it gets your foot in the door. It is the 24 seven sales pitch that you have 
um, that you don't even think about. Um, it's so easy and it's free. I mean, you can use, you can invest. People always ask me, you know, should I buy the additional thing? And I'm like, that's not what I'm about. I'm like, if you want to do that, you can invest in more and have those premium memberships and all that, but you don't have to. Um, just having that amazing professional presence out there for people to see publicly makes a giant difference in how you're perceived by the market. Um, I mean, I just want to, you know, kind of some of the takeaways. Um, and I appreciate you being humble about about things. Um, but, you know, you are a lot different than other 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 people that run programs. I mean, you have a level of passion and empathy um, that even in your introductory video, I think I saw you on Facebook, actually, it was an ad on Facebook. Um, but um, it was one of those things where, you know, I just decided, let me, let me give her a chance. Let me try to see what this is all about. Um, but, uh, I, you know, definitely it's a process, like everybody says, it's a process about finding out about yourself. And I, I think that's, I think that's one of the, the main things. Um, for me, you know, it occurred in, it occurred in 2020. Um, so as Emily knows, I, I was working, I had caught COVID, um, was working at home, got laid off. Um, wife had COVID at the same time as me. And um, then she had a brain aneurysm and a pulmonary embolism. So there was a whole bunch of medical stuff going on with us. So um, being laid off in everything else, it was just, I don't think I could have picked a lower time, you know, in my life. And um, it was just one of those things where I saw her program and, you know, I was in contact with headhunters and everything like that. But it was one of those feelings where, you know what, I think I'm just going to let somebody else kind of take the wheel on something. I think it's going to be, you know, let me see if there's another way to go about this. And, um, you know, you set goals, you put out the lesson plans. Um, like I said, you had me believing myself more, like there was something greater for me out there. And I think one of the biggest things was, you know, every time I either interviewed or had a conversation, it was all about letting that next employer know that I'm the very best candidate for that position. Yeah. And, and I don't think I would have had that drive. I don't think I would have had that level of confidence had I not gone through the lessons. Um, to anybody listening, it's not a sprint. It's not a sprint. You know, it, it's, it's not necessarily a marathon per se, but it's not like you're just going to zip through. You really have to dig down, think about yourself, think about your values, think about what you want to do. Uh, the Friday Q&A sessions are great, especially at the end of the week. You know, whether you had a good week or a bad week, you can kind of interact with others. Um, being part of the LinkedIn group, it was great also. But I'd say to anybody listening, you, you, you gain Emily as a lifelong partner. And I don't know that other programs, when you step away from it, you're going to feel that that type of energy. So that that definitely would be my you know, my biggest group of takeaways from from being part of part of the program. Oh well, I I have to share one thing because you already mentioned your wife's illness. That you sent me this note when you were in the program. God, I hope I don't cry because it was the sweetest. Yeah. <laughs> you were like every week I join, my wife's in the hospital, and you were the only certainty I have right now. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I read this to my yeah. husband, and he was like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah, so it was, it was, yeah, it was tough. That was. I'm just so glad it. that you were a part of it. Yeah, I'm just you. so glad to be a part of your life in any way, shape, or form. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's such an incredible story, Brad. I I would say like my signing off would be 
I needed more, right? Like I needed more from just market me. And I reached out to Emily and scheduled um, just some personal one-on-one coaching. And the reason for it was I'd never completed a resume of my life. Um, I never really interviewed. I was fortunate enough that early in my days, I worked for a specific leader who then kind of bounced me around with, with them. And, you know, it's really interesting. I look back now and it's really about the investment that you make in yourself, right? We're all looking for new careers and, you know, we want that increase in our salary. We want better benefits. We want more time, yet we're not willing to invest in ourselves in order to get it. And so I would say, if there's anything that you could do, like one of the most important things that I did with Emily was not just some of this one-on-one coaching, but literally practice an interview. Cause I was like, Emily, I've never interviewed in my life. I have no clue what to do. And I'm really freaking scared about the interview. And she's like, no worries. Let's schedule some time. I'll interview you. We're going to walk through this. Like, I got you. I'm here with you. Um, and I think that's just probably my sign off piece is just trust Emily. Like, you know, incredible human being. I'm having her on my podcast next week. Like incredible, incredible person, knows so much, um, but really is just that friend, mentor, and coach. And if I have one message, it's just invest in yourself, invest in the money, invest in the time, and invest in the process because your level in investment will pay dividends to you when you do secure that next role. Oh, yes, I'd like to jump on that bandwagon as well because. Um, the mere fact that you're listening to this right now means that you're searching for something. And that's how I found Market Me. It was on Facebook, but I was actually sitting in my bed one Saturday with my iPad and Emily's ad jumped in the middle of my Facebook. And every question that she asked, I was able to say, yes, I need that. Yes, I have that concern. And being over 50 and going to the job market, not unemployed, just going to the job market again and putting yourself out there, that intimidated me. But I needed someone to tell me, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is what they're looking for. And market me and Emily and the things that she had to say prepared me. But at the same time, I had to prepare myself because when it was time for those interviews, I sat down and I went back through those webinars. I went back through those videos. I did the work again, and I did the work again, and I did the work again, because that's what I wanted for myself. And that was the investment that I made. I've never paid for anything um, to coach me, but this was the best coaching that I could have invested in. And I'm telling you, if you're listening to this, whatever you have to do, invest in yourself. Yeah. That's so kind. And everybody should, everybody should be investing in themselves. It's the easiest thing to overlook, but it's the best investment you'll ever make. Well, thank you guys so much for joining today. It was so nice of you to come on and say all these wonderful things. Um, I feel honored to be one small part of your journey. Vanessa touched on this earlier, though. I just showed you some things. You actually did it and ran with it. 
And that's what made you successful. And I just feel so blessed to have met each of you and to still have you in my circle and to still call you a friend. So thank you so, so much. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.